a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. Not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, lambast, minimize, discuss, and any other word I could remember. The source. (laughs) (laughs) But especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, 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 duck go that shit. So, episode. I heard, I heard a little pour over there. What are, you, what are you pouring? What is that? I'm pouring a beer that Jeff brought for us, so I'm going to let him read it. So this is from Arches Brewing, which is down near the airport. Here in Atlanta, local. In Atlanta. Hapeville's uh, finest. Hapeville. Hapeville, okay, Hapeville Georgia. The uh, um, Twin Cities. We stopped back there when we were doing a Eight Southern Brewery tour. This one that we picked up whilst we were there is called Mad's Dad. Okay. Don't know quite Mad's why. Mad's Dad. Mad's Dad. Not Dad's Mad. And not Gad's Sad. No. So it's kind of, I don't know what that means, but it's a Cabernet barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout. It's quite delicious. It registers in at 9.5 ABV. And it's quite good, yeah. You can I tried it. Notice it the, was uh, very wine-y. Wine-y. <laughs> Notes of wine. No, very, yeah, very, very So you're good. drinking a beer. I'm having a beer tonight. Yeah, I had what? some. I, I, bought, I was in Florida for a week. I knew I was going to have unlimited access to beer and liquor starting in a few days. So I didn't get too much. I had a, a bottle of Fireball with me, but. I bought a couple of oil cans of Foster's uh, on, like, Monday when we got there. It's Australian for yeah. beer. So I'm having a 25-ounce Australian Foster's. Uh, so you got this just so you would be in that whole beer mode throughout Well, I whole... bought a couple of cigars, and I had a couple. Of, uh, I had one cigar and a beer one day out on the back patio before the Thursday golf tournament and everything rolled around. But prior, in between that, it rained a little bit, so I never got a chance to really... Had that other cigar and beer on the patio, so and you better they, do it. Well, no, it's raining out there now, so that's yeah. not going to work out. Yeah. So you get us this week after guest number one last week. Yep. And thank you again because I know she's listening. Yeah. Thank Ms. You, Greta. Reverend Vosper. Yep. The very Reverend Greta Vosper. Is it really? No. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I think that's Episcopalians do that kind of stuff. You, you, if you just said yes, both, I think. Both down and yeah, okay. Go, okay, yeah, move, really? move along. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. move along. Okay. I'll yeah. buy that. But it, it created some some social media fire, <laughs> apparently, as we expected. <laughs> we, Did we? we? <laughs> yes. I expected a few comments, remarks along the way. What kind of feedback on the on the? On the there was. It was funny because they most of them fell into two camps, both of which immediately said, "I didn't listen to it, but I've got an opinion." Right. Well, they didn't say that, but that's no, they didn't uh, say that. But that's that's figured that was, out real yeah, quickly. You, you figured out pretty quickly. Yeah. There was there was actually there was there was one that was like 
What is this? Is this a gaffe? Is this a goof? Is this for real? Are give, you me, trolling give me some us? information is this on April this. Fools? And I and I sent that person a Wikipedia link and had a little dialogue back and forth. Very, you know, very nice. But other th- other than that, mostly it was two camps. And number one was either way they read the 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 clickbait title you, atheist you preacher that was coming mm-hmm. atheist yeah. preacher right. ding win yeah so but that's true and and they, and they yeah. thought number one she is a preacher for atheism she's out there preaching the word of no god and that we're atheists we don't need a preacher she so, technically is so oh, that was uh, for like non Theism, not uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. why isn't she? You should ask her that. Yeah. Well, she's I at United Church Canada. She's not running a well <laughs> humanist. Well, yeah, I mean, so organization. It is is still a church congregation. Yeah, I mean, so as she explained yeah. in our conversation, is she uses non-theistic language. So yeah. it would be like secular church. But she's it would a be non-theist. Very much, yeah. Yes. So. She would use non-theistic language, right? But most people, as one would, most people in her congregation are also non-theists. She does still have some theists in there. The second one was that she is an atheist who is lying to her congregation and preaching the good word of the risen Christ. So, well, then they didn't listen to him. Yeah, exactly. Neither one of them. So, so they saw the title and. And immediately had an opinion. Sorry, my autoplay video, which sucks, auto. sucks on every every site, uh, was going off. But so they read the they read the title, they read the page, the title, and read the, read the post. Right. Atheist preacher, right? Greta Vosper, chime in and. Immediately, immediately took. It's. I mean, it's ooh, an, that could have used this one in the open. Umbridge. <laughs> it took umbrage. It's a good I'd, word, umbrage. I'd, I'd have to look and see, but some of them probably were less than the hour and 20 minutes that the episode was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after posting. Yeah, yeah. but if you I, – I mean, I guess people are going to listen to it any way they want to listen to it. But if you were an atheist and you didn't know that there was an atheist preacher, yeah. first of all, I'm kind of surprised at that because I would have thought – the whole idea of an atheist preacher, any and all atheists would know about. But it sounds like there were a, a subset of people on here who were, were like, what are you talking about, atheist yeah. preacher? Like, yeah. They didn't even know who she was. And that surprises me. Well, yeah, because uh, Hammett Meta has had, you know, talked about her on his blog mm-hmm. thing several times. I don't know if he's done her in the podcast or not, but and then sure there's, there's been other sure atheist podcasts that have interviewed her. We, oh, you know, she's we all over. The, the yeah. first. There's plenty of YouTube videos and mm-hmm. stuff. And like she's what? been to the we American... the first? No, no. Oh. We, we, but we were the we best. Didn't, we didn't we really break her best. onto the scene. <laughs> no. But she's, yeah, I mean, she's been at the American Humanist Association yeah. conventions and stuff, so people that are in the know that are kind of tuned in would at least have heard of her somewhere along the line. But the, obviously think, that's, but, that's not... Right, it's not universal. No, yeah, and but I think the people that listen to it, they I think they walked away from it with a better understanding of you know where she's coming Overall, from. Overall, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you always have the few outliers yeah. that. So was it? I, so was it the outliers that were harumphing about it? Was there any harumphing going on? <sighs> That's another good term. Harumph. <laughs> 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 Did you sign up for a spelling bee or some shit? You, you, <laughs> Did you get a calendar, like word of the day or something? Ah, mm, that would have been 
You know, that would be good, but that's not true. I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> he just pulled it out of his Umbridge ass. Umbridge and Harumphing. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, so was and <laughs> you, well, you gave me that one. Yeah. So, so was there any, were there any not enough atheists? She's not atheist enough to be an atheist because she's still still in a church. church. And then no. you know, like, did would what would what would Tom say? And had a chance to to yeah. do it, and I would you know he I did listen make to it. it. Yeah, and somebody it. somebody a troll, basically a, a troll of, of one particular group said that so-and-so says such-and-such. I was like, okay, who cares? And it wasn't like this famous person once said, it was like this guy that's like a member of the group said that atheists can't be something or other. And I I forget exactly what the wording was. Oh, so it was like real, it was kind of... Can't be a preacher. It was kind of absolutist. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who cares? But but that's not atheist Fuck off, troll. Yeah. No. What, you mean you're talking about like why is she still in the church from that Probably. kind of perspective? Because I've heard that before too. Is like why is she? Why does she hang out there? Why didn't Why didn't she leave and do a Sunday assembly or? A, she talked about it in the pod. Yeah, and and she does have an oasis mm-hmm. organization. Yeah. So yeah, that she works with. So she is doing that. Yeah, but just the fact that she is connected to a church is enough to. You know, I turn your atheist card in, Greta. <laughs> Back to that episode. Or has she got it yet? Ah. Do you deserve oh, oh. Do, you, do you even oh, deserve oh. one? Twist. See what I did there? Twisted it. <laughs> with, with pastor in front of your name. Yeah. You it's kind of hard to get an atheist card in your heart. Yeah. And part of a, part of a big church a, and have a congregation. Does she live in a No. Okay. No. Uh, who does that anymore? Well, other than like Joel Osteen and some of those guys, but yeah. there was a guy I uh, I a worked minute. with <laughs> that was a what, preacher. What, what is of, a parsonage? That's the free church home. That's the, that's the home that the church be, owns that you don't have to pay property tax on because it's part of your tax free. But um, it used to be where the building, the, the, the home, yeah. was on the property of the church. Sometimes so it the is, pastor sometimes would it work. Yeah. So, oh, what did they call that? Where the nuns lived was a convent. What yeah. did they call it where the priests lived? A parsonage. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, no, no. not Catholic. No. You oh, should I thought know, that was. You should I know forget. That was. You know what? It wasn't a part of our Catholic. No, I do forget. But, not but no, re- not but, rectory. Those were like no, the offices. No, no, that's, yes, yeah. That was more mm. administrative. But mm. a parsonage is what Dan Barker and his wife filed for, for the FFRF, for that. Uh, to get the same kind yeah, of things. Yeah. They wanted the same benefits as the church did. And and took that fight, and it is rectory. Is it rectory? Mm-hmm. Huh. Believe it is. I duck duck goed that shit. <laughs> rectory is one of those fun words. <laughs> so so then, social media representation and atheism, atheist, social media atheist. Yes, were overall negative, positive, head scratching. Did you get we, some we positive? Got like, one, like, like pretend, one really good you're, conversation. You're on CNN, use a broad brush to describe what everybody thinks. <laughs> More confusion and misrepresentation from not having listened to the episode and just reading the title 
assuming what it meant, pigeonholing it into something, making a comment based had upon imme- that. Had an immediate and then when gut it was po- reaction. And then when it was pointed out to you that you were wrong, doubling down upon your initial reaction. And so it doesn't quite seem like, like, yeah. like... You know, the internet. It doesn't sound quite like rational skepticism there then. Ah, zing. Okay, you know, I'm... Zing. It's like listen to it, yeah. research it, and then form your opinion. Don't, don't go that shit, yeah. man. Yeah, but, but but yeah, go. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I was going to. The other thing that I can't remember if she mentioned in the uh, conversation that she was part of the, I think, still is the clergy project. I think she mentioned that she did. did she? I think she, I'm pretty sure she. Did. Pretty sure she did. What what that says is there's a lot of atheists. Pastors yes, in the pulpits. A, how many? What was the number they just had go through? They hit a milestone. Was it a thousand? I don't. I don't know. I think we it was. One, to, I don't yeah. think it was five. I think it was they had their one thousandth. I mean, it's a bunch. Yeah, a pastor it's, it's, that has gone so through. We, did, we didn't take. That. We didn't take the an adversarial position in the in the interview. And she's not an adversary. Well, uh, she's not. But even of our friends, we should be able to ask hard questions. Yes, and. That would be adversarial because there's a lot of kind of defend yourself type questions we could have, yeah. like we could have gone down if we wanted to, quote, keep it real. Mm-hmm. Because to your point about the clergy project, if there's a, quote, a lot or a growing number of atheist pastors that are leaving the pulpit, are they leaving? She talked about pastors who didn't believe it, but were kind of trapped in it because right. they had to. But uh, she's, you're also talking, you have to you have, and they'll have to keep in context of the United Church of Canada, which is one of the most progressive churches that in the there world. is. In yeah. the world, yeah. I mean, when, you, when Americans think of a church, United Church of Canada probably doesn't fall within the confines for a lot of them because they don't believe the Bible is, you know, the inerrant word. A lot of this stuff. So having a radical pastor from that church, you're, you're already out there to I, begin with. I, but see, that's, that's the part where I would, I would disagree because I don't think that she is unique. I think she's the one that's willing to use the word. Well, she's the one that came out. And she can, mm-hmm. in as she has shown, in her particular denomination, but, she can right. use that but word. I, I get it, but she she basically intonated or said that there's a lot more that believe it. I think it is more universal than that. I think it's Catholic priests. I think it's across the board. Oh, yeah. No, no. She's, that, that she's not the only... Yeah. There are clergy trapped in basically preaching a belief system that they, that don't, they, believe. they don't believe. They don't buy it. They right. don't but buy it. but don't most level. of them learn that in seminary? No. See, when they, when they go to seminary they, and, and they, they, you know, it, and, and you see the wizard behind the curtain and, and they let no, you know. No, 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 no. It depends on the seminary you go to. Oh, uh, if you okay. go to a seminary that's in the uh, progre- or the mainline Protestant. Ding, ding, ding. Gotta, and it's kind of hit and miss there. There's, there's some that are more progressive where you're going you're gonna to learn that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. there's probably some that aren't. But if you're talking about the other side of the aisle where you're talking about the evangelical, you know, Baptist seminaries. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. They're, they're not going right. to be entertaining that stuff. Whatsoever. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to entertain it to start to doubt and not believe. Now, it's the stronger, more strident, more stringent belief system that is going to be the. I think shake more people out because any little bit of doubt 
and, and it's like a house of cards where if it's a more progressive, hey, it's a, you know. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you have a mean? wider it's, it's, circle. So, yeah, let's say it. Mainline, progressive, yeah. lefty, hippie, you know, church. A lot of shit's going to fly. Yeah, I was going to say gonna a, fly a, a good example of that town. is Ryan Bell, which we should get on the podcast sometime, too. He came from the Yeah, that we day. can do guests and all. Yeah, and we figure Sounds out like a great idea. And, and we have heard that, you know. <laughs> You know, basically, uh, I'll summarize, more guests, less us. Yes. <laughs> that was, uh, well, that that was from a that listener. Was, I, from a listener. Kim, Kim listened to the episode, and she knows who Greta is. She's met Greta. Greta presided over your daughter's wedding. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and we all uh, attended. And so, what? That was a religious service? No. <laughs> no. Was rever- it was a reverend led it. It was a, uh, a secular, well, reverend a secular service. It was, it was a service to commemorate no, a contract between the people man. and the state of Georgia. It was a non-exclusive service. Yeah. Obviously, because we were there. It was great. The yeah. language that everybody yeah. could everything, everything was cool. Kim listened to it, and she's like, yeah, yeah, more Skype. Yeah, yeah, you, y'all need to do more of that. And I'm like, so what you're saying is more guests... Less, less of the uh, three of us. She's like, yeah, 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 that, that, yeah, yeah. More of anybody else but the three of you <laughs> was, was basically the. Uh, we can the get the hint. Just yeah. a little something. But Greta's a great guest because you just you, know, you ask her a question and she goes for like ten minutes. Yeah. So, well, back to your point though on you know like the people that are more fundamentalist, like Ryan was. He was in Seventh Day Adventist, yes. which is a very restrictive conservative type religion. Okay. And he was a pastor out in West Hollywood. And which so is a little bit more yeah, very red, very red area. Very Trump, very yeah. uh very uh, uh not what? what? Not so what? much. Not Wait, so much. Really? So you know where he became Older, to what? um uh, you know wrestle with his faith was you know his world was colliding with his theology. Yeah. And so, you know, it comes to a point is like, then you start to question this well, stuff. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm the, the, more, the more strident the belief system is. Right. Well, certain people the, are going to. The more a little bit of doubt is going to devastate the foundation. Right. You know? But yeah. he's not a pastor. Not anymore. No. Well, no. I mean, she doesn't believe she's still a pastor. You know, maybe that'd be question number one for Ryan. Why aren't you an atheist pastor? He kind of is. No, he's not. He's he, not. He's not the head of a church. He is the what is, it, what is this the Secular Student Association? He, huh. he, he, he is the works for that, but yeah, but he is the humanist chaplain. Humanist chaplain for USC. Yeah. What is that? What is it's, a humanist chaplain? Well, they, so we're gonna are we gonna have a are we gonna have is it like an atheist? Just, are we gonna have yeah, a guest yeah, that's clean? Yeah. Or are they all gonna have like the, all these Some, asterisks? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to Google everybody? No, that's not true. We did have it. We did have a guest, and he was asterisk free. Yes, and he was in studio. So we cannot call Greta. We can call Greta the first uh, electronic guest, but we yeah. had real guests. Yes. Prior, mm-hmm. we should not be minimizing Tom's role just because he's Christian. That's very rude of you, Jeff. Yes, yes, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, Tom. But she's an atheist, but she still leads a church. A yeah. church that um, is along uh, the journey. It doesn't matter what kind of it's a church, right? Yeah. Right. You know, he's it's a congregation a of like-minded individuals. Yeah, yeah. It's a con- Well, that's any congregation. Yeah. It's a church congregation. Yeah. yeah. So, and if you go to that church and it's not gaudy enough for you, it's well, not Jesusy enough for you. Well, it's not going to be at all. There's the door. <laughs> you know. Well, that was actually another interesting part of the interview because she said that they were struggling with attendance. 
their congregation was older. Right, and that's part of the demographics of that neighborhood that she's in. It kind yeah, of that, reflects that. Well, yes and no. But that I mean, can be said for almost all churches. Well, so that's... Almost all churches. And she said also that churches in Canada are a generation ahead of us as far as the fall off of attendance. But this is another example where there's no real data... So all you have are your opinions and your hot takes, and your hot takes are... Oh, no, I got see, it from an expert last week. She was on Skype. No, she didn't give you any data <laughs> on why, it, whether her being an atheist leader of a church mm-hmm. has accelerated the decline of that parish or held it back. So it sounds like a lot of similar churches, just like Catholic churches all over big cities, and especially in the Midwest and traditional Catholic country, are closing all the time. Did her announcement make the decline of that parish speed up, or did she slow it down? Well, what I don't think she had a chance to really get into is, like, there was two phases of this. So when she first came out and did that sermon, you know, where she deconstructed God, you know, she had a certain part of her congregation. Yeah, the immediate little... leavers. I'm right, out. Right. Like well, and then there were some that, that kind of went along for a while. And, you know. Now, huh. How, what well, is this? It's like crowd? one of the things I maybe she talked about. But, you know, it's like when they let go of the Lord's Prayer. That was kind of like the last draw for some people. So Deal there was a, Well, she said everything was, you know, just like anything else. You know, it's like red hymnals. Fuck that. I'm out of here. It's supposed to be green. Well, everybody, you know? yeah, everybody has that kind of a, you know, it, a, because she was talking about having the, the, the one part of the, one part of the right. uh, uh, ceremony was in front of a different part of the ceremony. It's always been the other way around. Having the hymnal, hymn before the offering or whatever. Well, was. but her main thing remember. was to do away with the hymnals because those are the kind of things that reinforce mm-hmm. the uh, the three-tier universe and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So that was one of the first things that went. Nobody had a problem with, with that. A lot of people didn't have problems with reformatting the prayers, but it's like I think that was one of the things, the Lord's Prayer, that was like a non-negotiable for some. So she, they went through a period where they had a steep decline in membership. But then they started to get more people coming to the church that were in favor of a you know, non-exclusive type. But, um, it's still, but it's still older. Right. And they may sell the building. That's never a good sign. But she also said that there were, and I don't know if they call them parishes, but... I'm sure there's another church in the area they could buy for what they sell this one for. I what, doubt. But see, yeah, that's, in Toronto, to me, that's, that's you know, expensive. No. But see, that's the challenge of um, even for atheists. But it depends. I mean, if, if they if the if the church is that much bigger than her congregation, they don't need the space. Yeah, they could move into a much, much about smaller. Consolid- the how yeah. churches were had been consolidated, okay. like putting three into one. And I've seen that other places yeah. in, in this area, too. Sure. Yeah. Well, like but, the, but the church across the street from the entrance here, it's sold. And another church bought it. Really? And moved in, yeah. Oh. Like, I think before we started the podcast, okay. it was a different church. And this other church that now has the building, which used to meet in this little strip mall, they now meet over here. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's the challenge of this kind of model, is to have a building that's normally only used at best once a week. Well, sometimes they use it like Wednesday. Wednesday I don't know if they have like a sun, Saturday I mean, to have to heat. But three and, days a week at the most. But, you know, maintain a building yeah. like that is huge bucks. Yeah. 
And, you know, that's going to take a chunk out of any member's, you know, that's why they try to get you to tithe. But if they, if, but if they sell the building, could they possibly pay off? I don't think. Uh, and, it, and, buy, like, and buy something I, I, and smaller. Whatever they move do, into. they're going to do. Yeah. But, the, but selling the building isn't a good sign. No. They're, well, not, they're not selling the building because they need more room. No. They're selling the, the building. Because they can't because fill it up. Ha- because they can't fill it up and they have. Bills are due. The ratio of attendees to size and, and money mm-hmm. is is off. Mm-hmm. But it could have happened sooner if she didn't go. Right. If yeah, she didn't that, say that, what she said. That, that kind of you put that know. particular congregation on life support. Her I guess coming out as an atheist. Oh, do you think it kept the congregation going? Or that's, you think yeah, it, that's what yeah, was. Yeah. See, that's the that's yeah. the, the point. Nobody knows. She may know from the numbers, but this is something where both. Or multiple sides of an issue can mm-hmm. point a finger and say, look, they're having to sell the building. Her being an atheist minister is a fail. And the atheist side is that place should have been closed five years ago. Yeah, She kept it going and she talked a lot about going after nuns as a market. She Brother. had a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. She had a message. Yeah, Her messaging was great. They, no one was necessarily listening because they were stuck in the hierarchy. Right. And the churches don't pivot very well. No. no. They, they don't, they're, they're, yeah, it's you like know a steamship. We yeah. used to be this. You know what? We're, you know who does? You know who pivots well? Mormons. Well, I mean, because the <laughs> other the other issue you have with with the nuns, especially the younger millennials, is they don't want to go to a church on a Sunday morning hmm. if it's you know Sunday assembly or Oasis or whatever. You know, that's kind of the challenge. Most people, you know, if you're not believing in a God, would prefer just to kind of have an extra weekend day and not watch YouTube videos. Yeah, not go in. And so, you know, to to support a building for that generation, I don't think is going to have a very long life at all. Whether it's uh, atheist Sunday assemblies or whatever you want to call it. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, like the Sunday assembly, do, they don't own a building, right? No, the one here in Atlanta, but they, rent they, it. Don't, they use uh, one of the UU churches here in Atlanta. So I'm sure they have yeah. to pay them rent of some I'm sure. They, 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 well, they yeah. were using the Atlanta Free Thought, and they outgrew it. Oh, okay. There you go. Good message. Had to move up. Bigger space. Right. Not enough room for everyone. Yeah. Got to have bigger space. First existentialist. Was okay. where they, I think they've moved since then. But that's where that's where they were when yeah. we were going. Oh, is that where uh, we saw Amy Goodman? No, that was a... Um, go deep down the liberal rabbit hole, y'all. Mm. Went and saw Amy Goodman live. Yeah. yeah. At a church. At a church. Yeah, but it wasn't a it wasn't a woo-woo church. It was like a regular denominational church. I can't remember the name of it, but... You think you think first existentialist is woo-woo? Is that, is that a... Kind of sounds a little... What, what, what is that? Anyway? It's a UU, Universalist Unitarian. Uh, okay, so you really don't know what it is. They have yeah, a sign so. out front. It, it literally it says, instead of telling says, you what to believe... Woo-woo. No, just, instead of telling you what to believe, we thought you might have a few ideas of your own. Yeah, so bring your crystals Come on in. On. I swear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So that's your, that's that's your a, other well, that's that's one your thing other bad about model. That's the one bad thing about the UU churches was when anything goes, anything goes. People stand up, they start talking some crazy shit, and you're like, all right, brother. You know, <laughs> you know, we know that's bullshit. All right, so yeah, go ahead and sit down. You don't know. You don't know that. Who are no. you? Who are you? You have to have an open mind, man. Come on. <sighs> have you tried crystals, dude? Come on. Like, so he's so, so talking about like water dowsing or some shit. You, you probably know, like all right, all right. They don't talk all about right, that all right, stuff. Come on, come on. Dude. Hey, anything, 
The guy came to the book club that was talking about we didn't go to the moon and shit. People, there are crazy motherfuckers <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and he didn't come back. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> well, we skewered him on a spit. <laughs> I like we. We all no no we, I, we, all we skewered him on a spit. The best you part. You still remember this. And you got all the insults, but it was we. We all did. No, well, the best part about it was he said something, and I started to answer him. I was like, well, I'm not a physicist. And Mike right. goes, I am. Yeah. I was like, well, then carry on, sir. Yeah. <laughs> all right, a little pivot, and then, and then we'll go on to the next thing. But mm. let me ask you a question about this. I, I thought about this while we were talking. You know how secular Jews is, is like a very, very common thing? Where it's mm-hmm. it's more about the ceremony than the the message or the, community. the truth. Yeah. yeah, could that be what real like Christianity eventually or most religion eventually become? Is that what Greta's like that that bridge to in 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 a, in a sense that. It's still ceremony, but instead of talking about the guy that walked on water, you're reading from Walden Pond or something. Well, yeah, I mean, she is trying to yeah. get people to move away from but she supernatural. Do- I know she does that. Of- she uses other. She'll, she'll use different right. Right. source material to to give her message. Mm-hmm. But could that be the next step for religion? And, well, and is I would think clear, Christianity's closer. No. Yeah, I was going to say from, from the from the. From all the evidence, clearly not. Yeah. Because Sunday Assembly and Oasis are mm-hmm. slivers mm-hmm. in major cities probably only. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of only one her. You don't really say. There are a lot more like, hers, but they're, they're not as out as no, she is. Like, well, they may not be at all. What and, is your Greta Vosper in other churches? What's another person that's doing something that Greta's doing? The only example I can think in the U.S. is a, um, a Presbyterian pastor whose name is John Shuck, S-H-U-C-K. You are the only guy that would know this. He just starts pulling out names. On this what about Spong? You know, right. sure Spong yeah, yes. is like that? <laughs> you guys were talking, you guys were talking yeah. Spong. And we're looking at each other going, who the hell are no, they talking about? It's a like, fun name to say. Well, yeah. right. anyway, you anyway, you were saying. All right. Uh, there used to be another gentleman that had a church in Grand Haven, Michigan, of all places. Oh, okay. I cannot remember his name. Not but he was super liberal. Yeah, yeah. This was well, an that's atheist. Not a super liberal area. Or oh, oh right, right. Yeah, back oh, yeah, in the day, yeah, yeah. he was rowing upstream. Yeah, that's this that's was, um, reform, reformed Christianity, the Dutch Christian reform kind of stuff. So right. yeah, he was definitely swimming upstream. But it was a very similar story where he came to a point where he had to kind of out himself to his congregation as being an atheist. Yeah, yeah, hey. And they went along for you the know, ride. This is bullshit, right? For how long? Mm, yeah, I'd have to find out where what they're doing now. He he moved back. To, he was, I think, from England, and I think he moved back there for family right. reasons so, or whatever. Yeah, family reasons. As in, but it was in. I, <laughs> yeah, I need a place where I can right. raise my family. Right. <laughs> but but because being an atheist preacher in Michigan <laughs> ain't on the west side of Michigan. <laughs> right. Oh, right. In Betsy now. DeVos country. <laughs> That was not attached to that wasn't attached to any denomination. Now the guy I'm talking about, John Shuck, part of the uh, Presbyterian Church, the PC USA, the more progressive yeah, oh, arm. Okay, that's what you know, he make sure you clarify. Came out uh, while he was in a church in I can't remember the name of the town now, but it was in South Carolina near the the mountains. 
and his congregation kind of went went along for the ride as well. He's now out in Portland, and I don't know if there was like some kind of a that problem in the church or who wouldn't want to go to Portland. We've talked about this dude before, yeah, because mm-hmm. because yeah, Portland. Like you're going to you going to Portland, yeah. Although uh, Portland Shocking. has uh, Portland has a yeah, they got a pretty conservative stream going on. Yeah, there. yeah they got some they got some right wing Nazi nastiness going on in Portland too. Yeah. So. yeah. But they have a lot of evangelical influence out there as well, which is surprising. Yeah, everybody kind of thinks it's Portlandia, not, not, not always so much. But so that's the only other example I can think of, somebody that is out and still allowed to operate as a pastor in the, in the, in the denomination. They haven't kicked him out. But he hasn't really stirred up a whole lot of stuff, where Greta kind of stirred things up a little bit. You know, she was... Trying to get more people to come out, you know, to admit that they were atheists in the pulpit, you know, because she knew there's there's a whole lot more out there. Yeah, you know, inside conversation. Who's with me? Well, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like the Republicans, you know, <laughs> behind closed doors. They'll yeah. say, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, same kind of thing. Oh, but you, you you don't actually believe that though. What all these the Trump uh, the no Republicans all these stories about, uh, yeah behind his back. I, I'd I, like to believe it, but I, I, I would right. love to believe you, you it. Would, you, you would like to believe <laughs> like it, to have faith which, is exactly, and, uh, which is exactly why they say that stuff yeah. and exactly why they report it, because you would like to know. And I understand why we would, mm-hmm. but there is zero evidence for any of it. None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't believe yeah, it. We need a believe hot mic their actions, moment. not right. their anonymously placed quotes yeah. to their... Washington Post and New York Times reporters that can get something in there. Hope. So, so anyway, I mean, that's the thing with with the clergy project too. Is you know, there's people that are in the pulpits now that would love to come out, but if their congregation hasn't been on mm-hmm. a journey with them, like and back to Greta's um, congregation too. Her her congregation was doing the uh, the book club meetings and stuff where they were reading progressive theism and all yeah. that. So that's why a lot of them is like it's about damn time you came out. Yeah, and about you time. Were an yeah, right, but if, but, if you're, but, but if you're an atheist and maybe everybody isn't completely true to themselves 100% of time, 100% of the time, but if you're a preacher and you don't believe the stuff you're saying, you're lying to the people that are trusting you for the word. So, yep, yep. I think a lot of preachers that went through the clergy project and are out now and are, you know, whatever, selling real estate or, you know, whatever they're doing. I think a lot of them if they were in a congregation like the UCC, and could do something like Greta could do. There, people that are naturally like like Greta is just natural organizers. Jerry DeWitt comes mm-hmm. to mind. The church he was coming from, not exactly like the UCC. I thought so, he had a church, uh, 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 I, I don't, Sunday Assembly kind of. I don't know. Jerry DeWitt. He was a Pentecostal preacher yeah. from Louisiana. What was the name of the book that he? Life Beyond Faith. Something like that. Life After Life After Faith Faith or something something like that. Yeah. He was the guy we did that book as a book club and he Skyped in with us. Oh. Cool. And so there's like you know I miss that one. Six six people, eight people, whatever, in, in, in a basement sitting around a pool table and he hung out for a couple hours with us. Very cool. But yeah, I mean, to read that book, could you? Find but he's out just how naturally, he... you know, if he's not you know a preacher, then he would be naturally doing right, right. some sort of community building. Right, but something. but but the problem, the challenge he had, if you read his book, and that's the kind of case that that Ryan went through too, is the skill set you have 
as a pastor in your education and all mm-hmm. all that, you know, for your resume, kind of limits you when you get out in the secular world. Yes, yes. And and so that was a challenge he went through too, is trying to find out a way to you know have a job that paid a decent salary that he could live on. And I think that's a big challenge for people coming out of the clergy project is trying to find out what can I do now. So yeah. it's a very practical concern. Because most interviews like this about Ryan, there's like this couple, three questions of tough to make a living and practical things, being in debt, getting out of debt, and being able to afford living in Los Angeles, which right. is not an oh, yeah. inexpensive, inexpensive city. So that's a real, like that's a real issue. So part of the people, you think everybody in their jobs are 100% committed to the cause. You'll wear the t-shirts and you'll watch the inspirational video conferences. Video. And, right. You know, and in the end, that's still transactional. Well, you're paying most of my health insurance and giving me a salary and allowing me to do a 401k and I'm going to give you yeah. X amount of hours a week. Right. Yep. And then you're like you said, that's, that's kind of the other, um, you know, difficult thing to navigate is Retirement, pension, or whatever they have built up within the congr or the uh, denomination they were with. Health insurance. What a what a boomer thing to think about. Yeah. I mean, seriously, younger people are like retirement. I'm in debt to my eyeballs with no hope of getting out. Right. Yeah. Oh, getting getting economic and <laughs> could be a rabbit hole. But yeah, I mean, you know, I I would not want to be faced with that kind of a challenge to you know be confronted with. Can I be honest in front of my congregation? If I am, I could be booted out, and then what? You know, then I could be homeless, basically. But but, uh, but you you gotta think that one of the things that they would preach about is being true to yourself. Not if you're evangelical. <laughs> it always gets back to them for you. They can lie. Well, it's their like, one. They have the one truth. You can't have. You're, you're just gonna. You're just gonna poke him now. It's like you're just like putting a lighter underneath him and waiting for him to, waiting for him to snap. Mm. What what a cheap rhetorical trick. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was gonna say like Paula White could be a good example of somebody that. Ooh, is nice like segue. Scamming See that? the world. What, 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 a, a pro what right about there. Ms. White Kane? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know she had a hyphen to her name. Now. Yeah. You want to get this out of the way? <laughs> yeah. Let, let's get the. Yeah. Get the. Elephant out of the room. Do you room. know she? You know who she married? I've. I First of all, let's, yeah, let's say who she is. You, yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's Trump's new spiritual advisor. That's official like, capacity on the payroll of, of the, the White House. House. Right. She's a White House advisor, and her name is Paula White Kane. Well, she doesn't put that on her stuff. She doesn't always go by Paula White Kane, but sometimes she does. I thought and she's a thrice married, right. twice divorced. I don't know who the first two were, but you told me the third one was a... Not that, not that you know, look, yeah. there's anything wrong with it. No, certainly worked for Trump. Well, other than the, the book. No, other than not the, being divorced. But no, the book that she's that she's preaching from law. that talks talks about divorce. See, it's not... It also talks about how she's not supposed to lead or preach. Well, but I was going to say, let, too, that, let, let's, you know, in the strict evangelical faith, skip over that. Mm-hmm. divorce is also a mark against you. My dad got kicked mark, off of being uh, the elders because he you, got divorced. Elders of what church? Well, the Bible it says... a baptist kind of church. Baptist. <laughs> Non-denominational, <laughs> but, you know... But there are churches that. that say that if 
you're not divorced for specific reasons, then the Bible says you're still so married. Wait, and if you so, remarry, that's adultery. So we all know Blinken. in the Catholic Church, that's yeah. the biggest, most giant scam. Yes. Yeah. Scam. Is, well, you can't is take communion if you're... Yeah. Oh, all right. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to have your shit together, if son. If you're a Kennedy, you always can. Yeah. Oh, always. You, you huh. I wonder if it's got anything to do about money. Mm. Perhaps. Mm. Let's Perhaps. think about that. But <laughs> the, the new so, wing on the rectory. So you really... Indulgence. So when, when we say Paula White Kane, which is the hyphen between White and Kane, <laughs> you don't know the significance of the Kane part. The pop culture significance of it. I didn't until you enlightened me. You know. I, I didn't. I, it was I, your article. Right, I didn't know. You, you posted I, this the article. Not, this was did not you po- like. Yeah, I know you posted the video. Did you post the, Did you post the article that it had it in? Because no, I didn't I know. I posted it the video. I don't know if I, I think posted I posted the, the article. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did not did, post this to be educational. No. Because <laughs> I, I kind of assumed everybody knew. I did not. I didn't even know. I didn't you did even not know, know that. Until I did I not. Posted? No, until I read the article, I did not know. Really? Until until I read, uh, you posted it. He commented, and then I read it, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. So, Kane, you know, and what was your what was your quote on that? The guy that ruined Journey. Yeah, Jonathan Kane, <laughs> the keyboardist that ruined Journey. That before, I mean, so I'm sorry, but before Jonathan Kane, Journey was a great rock and roll band. And after Jonathan Kane mm, joined the it band, it was it was all ballads and keyboards. So he so the keyboardist was, was the one that wrote most of the stuff. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, Uh-oh. but he was part of the revolution that ruined '80s music, and that was keyboards. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Put my glasses. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, suck on that. So it's getting real. A, a bullshit. <laughs> a sub bullet one, your vaunted rock and roll band had their biggest hit with a keyboard at the beginning. And I'm talking about Jump by Van Halen. So don't give me this keyboards ruined oh. rock and roll it, when Van Halen that was, used it. Now you're gonna, you're that gonna, was part of the ruining. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. one of the Mount Rushmores that's of what, the ruining of, of rock and that's roll. That's when during, they went soft. During, during 80, I know that was because it was on the album 1984. I think they came out in 1984. Yeah, they yeah. know their audience literal. Yeah. That was a fun rabbit hole down there. But yeah, before I mean, <laughs> Journey was like love and touch and squeezing and oh, that, yeah, all the that, you know what that's great, some hardcore that's some, some hardcore great, motorhead great shit. Songs. Love and touch and squeezing. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. And what's uh, when lights go out in the city? They had some good songs. Okay, but before so th- by the way, they were already it, in you know, the worlds power ballad. And, you know. You know the power ballad, soft, What's, squishy rock. Come on. Every, Journey is what you oh, every, every, on the elevators like, now. But every rock band had that road song, you know, Life on the Road is so hard, <laughs> away from the wife Vin, and the kids. Vin, video of the know, bus all that, going yeah, down. Yeah, the, all that. You know, uh, Motley Crue had that, you know. Every, everybody had had that song. REO Speedwagon, didn't they have one of those? 
Yeah, we're, we we can't go down a music rabbit hole right, right, because right, we going, because yeah. it will. They're a little bit before it, that. It, it it will it will devolve, but mm-hmm. yep. you know if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about how keyboards ruin rock and roll, I got issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we got there, other than the fact that the picture of her and him and him is hideous. Yes, it's was that in that article? I don't know if I. I I think he sent it separately. I did. Oh, okay. It I, was, it. I don't have it because thing. I have a new phone, and every, uh, every vestige of my life on my phone has just been blown away. <laughs> I, I have it every like dust in the wind. I have it, but it's Kansas. not in this room. <laughs> so I will show it to you before you leave. So she is a paid prosperity member. gospel fraud. Steph yes, member. Yes, yep. Speaking in tongues, batshit crazy. I mean, the video that you posted was three minutes of her just oh, insane. Yeah. Every, everything that she's... Every, like, because every, I stand here, this ground is holy. It, it's On the White House lawn, she's yeah. saying this. Yeah, yeah. So, you know he doesn't believe any of this shit. No, he does. So what ro- he does he not. He believes in the prosperity gospel. He was raised on Vincent Norman Peel. Peel. Who he? Who he? Dotard? Yes. Yep. Does not believe in the prosperity gospel. He yeah. believes in he he believes he in believe- prosperity yeah. for him. Exactly. Well, that's yeah, that's all he believes. That's the yeah. prosperity yeah. gospel. Is I have all this because God wants me to have all this, and I'm in power because he, God wants me. to He be believes in power. it to the same level that Paula White believes in it. Maybe I maybe it's, it's I'm front. maybe I'm He's quibbling. It means and, to an end. I didn't get a, a smart ass photo from somebody's trip to Florida about quibbly jar. I get the salty version. But right now it's quibbling. Uh-oh. And I'm gonna quibble another good word. Thesaurus over here. <laughs> I'm gonna that, I'm gonna put I don't think he puts anything in, in terms of, of a gospel. Nothing. I don't think he believe I don't think he believes God wants me. Wants him to be. Hey, if some rich, preacher comes in and believes. says, "Hey, you are where you are because God puts you where you are, and He wants you to be where you are, and you have it," you know, blah blah. blah. Like, hey, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I like I like the tune you're singing over there, son. Yeah, put your ass on the payroll. His, I'm not in the Gulf Stream Five, though. You are. But his ego puts him at a whole different level. His narcissism. Narcissism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean. So. Yeah. Obviously, somebody around here knows what the fuck they're talking about. You know. It's like all of a sudden when somebody comes in and they're like, you know, saying, you know, all this stuff about you and pumping you up. You're like, finally. You know. Somebody you're a narcissist me. like that. Yeah. Hey. Right. Somebody knows what the hell's going on. Finally. So she's an emotional fluffer. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she's also she's also there because they I, they don't do anything. They're religious. That's not transactional. Stuff, yeah. They're doing this for oh, the Oh, absolutely. Election. Right. Yeah. They want. Yeah. To do, but the thing that's a little bit strange about it, though, is, you know, like the uh, the Robert Jeffers brand. There's only one uh, thing that's strange about this? Well, there's a number of they, well, things Well, no, they, they, they're afraid Ginsburg's going to make it, you know, a year. They don't think she's going to make it five years. Who? What? Ginsburg. They want another? Yeah. Oh, we're I'll, not going to talk I'll about her, that. I'll give her organs. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Robert Jeffers <laughs> brand that, that most evangelicals buy into do not allow a woman to preach. So that's kind of a little bit okay. of a... Well, hang on. How, what, are we going to have evangelicals? A, most? Yeah, all. yeah. I mean, the majority, that's kind of their thing. Catholics are big on that, too. Okay. Point okay. taken. I'm not going to quibble. Yeah. So far, they're letting that play out. So what nobody's, play out? That she's the, um, the, she's the White House consultant for religion. 
And, you know, none of the other evangelical She's like a liaison to the evangelical community. But there's been no, but there's been, other than, you know, the, the fact the that she's House. there and they talk about, kind of do personality profiles. Mm-hmm. What is she doing in the White House? You're so desensitized her to shit and crazy ass stuff that they put her, this charlatan of charlatans, in the White House as an official advisor and it's a blip. I mean, it's a blip. What is she there for? Well, she is, she is technically everything's a blip at this point. There's geologic time and then there's now. Oh, either the New York Times took a year and did an in-depth report upon every deal of his and his entire finances and everything. And that was a blip. So everything's a blip. blip. All right. You depressed me. (laughs) Next topic. (laughs) Other than the fact that she ruined Journey. Well, she personally didn't. I think think Journey was far ruined long before she came into the picture. When did they get married? Recently. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he ruined Journey long time ago. Yeah. You know, he's ruined Before Randy Jackson was the bass player, ruined Journey. I... You, so you know too much about Journey. Yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with no, dog. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, do. So anyway, Miss <laughs> Miss White Cane. Theologically, yeah, she would rub up against the other evangelicals, but like anything else, they'll find a way to make it acceptable. You know, they'll make it logical and find a way to say, well, you know, God put her in this place for this, so whatever. But that's a reason for everything. Yes. I mean, literally. Mm-hmm. They, twist, they, they can rationalize. twist everything right. into whatever they, they you know, to yeah. fit their But she's not really worldview. preaching. She's advising. So Somehow him pulling out of Syria is in God's plan or something. It, it's no, re- no that's, that's the cover for oh, it. Oh, wait. Who that's was the, the one cover. that was... Um, What's her fuck? Graham. Graham, yes. Um, well, it's going to be the it's daughter gonna bring, of, of. It's going to bring in the Billy. the last of the last Jerry. of the days, not just the last of the Jerry, days, Jerry? but Franklin. the last of the last Franklin? of the days. No, that's or his sister. Off. Who's who? Okay, it was the kid. Yeah, we're we're having sorry, folks. We're having trouble keeping our right wing ministers straight. <laughs> but this and is this, this is sons of them. I can't remember her name, her first name, Graham, but she's like, Graham something else. She's she like a hyphenated name. Yeah, too. yeah. So she's the daughter of Billy Graham. Yeah, Billy Graham's daughter, and she was the one that was saying that this, you know, the Syria thing, giving well, it to Russia and all that kind of stuff. It'll bring upon yeah, this the is last just, oh, right, right, of right, the right, last right. of the days, right. Like who's the dad of the 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 woman who was wearing like the T-shirts that he was that he was selling uh, that she was selling something like we support forty five for God or something like that. Oh, you, you what? so older gray haired younger lady? young no, okay. young kid younger like no late twenties early thirties. No idea. Huh. So you guys really remember our our signal group conversations because that's <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bing it now, anyway. Proceed. that's going to get cut (laughs) (laughs) what is her capacity at the White House we don't know yet I mean this was just like a very recent was it just earlier this week that she was promoted is it ceremonial at best or is it I mean, is she sitting in on any meetings, or is she just, ah, does she meet with the Franklin president? Franklin Graham's the- daughter was selling the Pray for 45 t-shirts. Oh. Uh, where? Where was she selling? He- on social media, baby. Oh. Pray 45. Probably on one of the 
74 Facebook oh, groups man. they run. They're hooked up to the money train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time hooked up to the money train because he's good for business for woo, the woo. nut job set. Get on the Trump train. Well, woo-woo is like Marianne Williamson yeah. and Well, it's Trump. Yeah, train. Oh, woo-woo. Okay, not, not, not Marianne. Not, yeah. not woo-woo. Not crystal. No, not, no, no, no. Gotcha. Uh, you, know. you know what? Are there more religious grifts now, or are they more visible because the marketing is more in your face to everyone? It's almost like it's a hold my beer type of scenario that's going on right now. Everybody's coming out trying to out crazy the next guy. Ralph Reed says that if Christians don't vote for Trump, then they deserve to be persecuted. And then who are they when they talked about um, the Civil War? Yeah, there's going to be Civil Wars. And, and, well, that was and Jeffers. Jim Baker, you know, talking about how... Christians are going to be persecuted. I've seen. Well, by, by, by the way, well, but that, by, yeah. that, that literally, that line of discussion for him is literally his business yes, now. That's his business model. He sells. He is a five gallon of food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paula White was on. Paula his show. White was yeah. on in the video that you posted. Uh, she was talking about how the Bible has been banned in Southern California as hate speech. Mm, you just get to no make shit up oh, nowadays. No, that's you know? what our president is. Yeah. So. Why well, uh, hey, you're gonna you're gonna rev them up. Yeah, right. just that and, you know you're talking about the religious in the market of making shit up for a living. So and now they just get free reign and you know, access to power. And you know, and that goes back to the thing about do they believe this shit or is this all? I think a lot a of it is buck? just hey you know, <laughs> or are they just you get know, that like, Ferrari payment coming up at the end of the month. So daddy got to make that nut. <laughs> what's 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 the the show on HBO? Gem, the, uh, the something the gem- fabulous gemstone. Righteous gemstone. Righteous gemstone. Yeah. I, I've been the watching that series. Brothers. I got kind of sucked into that. Really? Yeah. That early recommendation. I mean, because it really parallels what we're talking about here. I got to start watching it. They, yeah. You kind of shit all over it, and I was like, I don't know. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to watch it then. So I, it, needs a, it needs to be a visitor. Well, I don't know how far in you want to go. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how far do you have to huh. stay? But I mean, that, I mean, because some some shows. I want to go all the way in, You know, some shows are like, hey, Watch until the end of the first episode, or watch three episodes, or whatever. So, how many of these do you need to watch before you're? And like, by the okay, way, well, I mean you get. And by you the way, the, when you when when you issue a tepid recommendation, mm-hmm. you owe the listeners of this pod to come back and say, you know, I kind of crapped on the righteous gemstones. I was but, wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm, you know what? I humbly apologize a, <laughs> to the audience. Yeah. So I'm going to uncrap on the actors that are in it. Okay. I don't think you ever crapped on the actors. I did. I, I was saying, you know, like, um, what's the Roseanne guy? John Goodman. John Goodman is like, what is he doing in this thing? But he's he's a good, good, interesting character in this thing. But the whole thing is it's all built on this is all bullshit. They know it's bullshit, but they're just raking in the money. And that's what all we're talking about here it's with the prosperity family, it's gospel. It's the family business. With, you know, the uh, Robert Jefferson and, you know, the Franklin Grahams and all this kind of stuff. It's, they know deep down, not even deep down, they know. It's a grift. It's a grift. I think they all, I think, I think your average everyday Christian knows deep down that it's all bullshit. No. No. Yes, I I do. And Mm -hmm. I think they they believe that they have to believe this in order to be good. It's part, it's, it's just tradition is, and it's part of being, they say, oh, you, you believe in God, you just hate him. I say, well, I, I believe you know that there isn't one you just go along to get along. No so, way. No, they see, don't, I, I don't believe they believe that. No, 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 because I've been watching the other thing that's kind of weird. Disagree, I, sir. The other thing I've been <laughs> weirdly watching is Andrew uh, and 
Anthony Magnabosco. His videos, videos on, on YouTube. Um, yeah, Street Epistemology. His are really good. His are, uh, I really, are. really like his But stuff. I mean, what is really good insight for is the people on the street, so the people in the pews, what their thoughts are. And he's doing this in San Antonio, Texas, yeah. is where he's based out of. So you're going to get a lot more religious kind of people than you're going to get Probably more Catholics. Nuns. Probably more Catholics, I would mm. think, because of the Hispanic but influence. Maybe more There's some. There's too. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of them he talks but to. But he, he has people come up talk about, you know, I, bl- I believe in karma. It, it's not just, yes, you know, Yes, but what I'm talking about, though, is, is the about. ones that, that believe in God, they truly believe in it. So it's not like they're just going along to get along. Totally. But, they, they, but, totally. but yeah. by the end of the conversation, a lot of them have dropped how much do you believe in God? 100%. And then they talk to him for 20 minutes. Mm. And by the end of the conversation, they're like at 65%. No, that's pretty rare. With When you're talking to the hardcore evangelical kind of Christians, you know, because they, they discount evidence. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's what, a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what it's, do like, you use to convince evidence. somebody of your argument like, if they have like discounted what, what? evidence and logic? Well, he says, you know, <laughs> if you found out the Bible wasn't true or something yeah. like that, would you still believe? Yes, yes, I would. Well, they ask him, they they ask him what no, they're... But that's a false question because there's no way... Well, that's yeah. not quite how he and, words well, but it. But there's yeah. no... But even if you reword the question, it, it's inerrant to them. The well, whole premise the of not is, being yes. true is like farcical to but them. The, but the trick is to not gotcha question them, to ask them questions that makes them take that journey to walk down that trail, to not go, ha, 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 see? Well, right, gotcha. right. You and, know? and, you know, his earlier videos were yeah. he was kind of a little bit kind of bad at doing that stuff. His later ones, his recent He's much ones, better. He's excellent at it. But I'm saying, too, is the ones that are hard into it, I don't see much but, movement But he'll ask all. them why they believe what they believe, and then he'll give their reasons, and he'll compare that to, well, what about a Muslim that uses the same reasons oh, uh, to believe what they believe, and, and they believe just as strongly as you believe. You both can't be right. You know, and then kind of walks them, you know, holds their hand, wipes their nose, you know, tells them it's going to be okay, just walks them down the trail a little bit, and, and they get there themselves. And and towards the end, they're they're not as... I've, I've seen more... You're not buying it. This is the second time you've said I've been, it. I've, I've seen it. more videos of his where somebody comes in at a much higher percentage than they leave at hmm. than the other so way you're self, yeah. so, you, so you've seen more videos that you have self-selected that answer you. That, <laughs> no, no, no. That meet we're talking about <laughs> one particular content provider's YouTube videos. I gotcha. Where he goes out. He's and, talking about them too. Yeah. And yes. he ain't buying the that's what happens at the end. I'm talking about the ones. Now, I'll be honest. Are, I have not watched a lot of his stuff for, I don't know, maybe probably the last year or so. Are you watching more recent stuff? Because I'm talking I've been about watching stuff. it, watching intentional mix. He's been doing mix. it for a I'm long not, time. But I'm, I'm not watching what YouTube tells me to watch now. I'm not yeah. either. But I was Point watching, I was watching a bunch of his stuff, but I probably haven't seen anything he's put up probably maybe in the last year. Hmm. So what sample, I've seen of his stuff problem. is more older stuff. Yeah, okay. So, and, and let me... Say this too. The one he he does two locations. One is on uh, campus. Yes, can't remember the name of the campus, but it's you know the big probably UTSH. Like yeah. yeah, and so you're going to get more people that are going to be from a mixed stream of beliefs, non beliefs, and all that. But the ones that have been most interesting to me, the ones on the trail. Yes, those are the where ones he's, you meet yes, the he's older on the hiking trail and things like that. And some of his older ones, he would go down to where the street preachers preached at, and he yeah, would those are real old, and yeah. I watch a few of those. Yeah. But, 
But I, yeah, so I'm talking about the ones. So they're not so young. The trail ones are really good because it's yeah, it's it's more the people in the pews different kind of slice thing. of right. of community. Right. Yeah, and his discussion with the Mormons is like you know the Mormon guy was trying to preach to him during that. Thing. Yeah. So you know there was no movement on a lot of those people that are what I, I remember. Would there was one guy as, that was very strident in his, and I've, I think that's the only one that I've seen really that somebody was super strident about. What are you doing? Who are you? Why are you here? And then was all about the the love and the and the blood of Jesus Christ and, and walked away kind of self indignantly. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So there may be some movement on mm-hmm. some of those people. But but again, I, I the just ones kinda, that I really like is when he has somebody that he talked to and then he sees him again like four or six weeks later. Yeah, I've seen several. And of those, then yeah, he talks yeah. to him and and they're like, you know, hey, I was thinking about our last conversation. You want to talk again? Yeah. Well, you know, and, oh, yeah. and he, they dig those second conversations are the ones that are really, really interesting. Yeah, but I'm just going back to my point of the ones that would be sitting in the pews of a Robert Jeffers type church. They're definitely believing what Jeffers is saying, even if Jeffers doesn't buy it. Okay. He does, though. Yeah, he does. Jeffers does. Jeffers does. Oh my God! You think that's an act? Yeah, if give him the Oscar every year, yeah. he's got to live that twenty four seven. Man, that's some. Yeah, that's a cloak you do not take off. Uh, Same thing. It's all mm-hmm. of them. All these guys, they're public personalities, and that's their thing. Is they are men of the cloth. I think. He, I think he more so he, than Apollo White or um, Joel Osteen kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, for sure. but you you think that Paula White Kane. And Joel Olstein are more of the charlatan, righteous gemstone type. You think that they know it's bullshit. They're just doing it for the cash. And, by the way, not just the cash, but the adulation, the fame. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The fame, absolutely. you know, like. Yeah, the ego. Like, Why don't oh, you get, and that's what time. I'm saying is, is, you know, like a Robert Jeffers, once once you have, you know, this present, you're on Fox News, everybody's going for you mm-hmm. to find out your opinion. Yeah, stuff. I, the ego's got to come tweets into all that. the time. So there's a lot of narcissism and ego that feeds into that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know what point they kind of separate reality from plagiarism, if that's what I'm looking to say. They're using their status to make more money. Keep it vague. Just keep it or vague. Or keep the power. It's, you know, power Don't. equals money. Well, you know. I, and, and that's why I think Jeffress believes everything he says because it's, it is political for them now. It all comes back yeah, but, to but, but 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 my question on that though is before they wouldn't have supported a a Trump figure, you know, somebody with that kind of baggage, somebody that was you know like the furthest thing away from leading a Christian life. Twice we're, divorced. We're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have the conversation again that all these people who proclaim their deep moral issues with every Democrat. Is really doing that out of faith or they were doing it out of political fucking expediency? And it's no different now because they're guys in the White House and it's all politics for them. Always has been. Now they really got one of their guys in. So they're going to do everything they can to keep their guy in. Yeah, but isn't this super risky with the impeachment proceedings that are going on and the things are being exposed unless they find a way to spin all of that stuff? They already are. They're they're never, ever. Are they that confident in their ability, in their chameleon abilities? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to do it. To land like a cat on all four, you know, and keep going. Can't get away with it. But... You know, because people keep coming back for the Kool-Aid. There would be my, it's not a recommendation, and listen to us. No. 
our YouTube channel. Yeah. And at Twitter. The people of Kentucky for voting out golf clap to the, the people of Kentucky because Standing that innovation. guy and that, Virginia for that matter. That guy is that guy was bad news. Oh yeah. That guy is bad news. Yep. He hasn't conceded yet, by the way. Uh, There's a very good. You know, um, I, we wouldn't want our guy to, guy to if no we lost by seven thousand votes either. Quick recommendation: There was a very good daily on the, how the Democrat, who is the son of the governor prior to Blevins, how he was trying to make it all about local politics and all about Kentucky and. Blevins was trying to make it all about a referendum on Trump, having Trump come in and everything. And it very good episode. Very they're good. going to do it. They're going to do it until they lose. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it until they're voted out of power. Mm-hmm. And they probably do. But what does know, it say? How big did Trump win in Kentucky? Like 15 points or something like that. How big is it that a Democrat just won governor of Kentucky? You know, what does that say about basically a year from now? It, it was say, last it, it last week. It was one, exactly a year to the to the election. I don't, I, want, I don't, I don't want to put that much hope in. <laughs> I don't think it. Well, it's it, it. I don't think it says. But that's serious Trump country, though. It's. Uh, I don't think it says anything other than that was a tough do one. not take your foot off the gas and be as complacent maybe as we have had been during the Obama years and were super confident that well, he Hillary was, Clinton he was would win. Horrible. He was horrible. He cut pensions and all. He did a oh, lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And anti-teacher so, strike and all that. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. A ja- but he's, he's, a, he's a jackass. Yeah. He, he, Even Trump he, said that. He, and and he still, still came super close to winning. Yeah. So the lesson I take from well, that is a, a, don't take anything for granted. Well, well a and, child and, molester came close to winning in Alabama. So you know, do you follow yeah. uh, William Barber on Twitter? I don't follow him, but I read you his should, stuff. You should, you should follow him because he had a good point on this too is, you know, the big part of this thing. A lot you mean of people evangelical are, William Barber? Reverend William Barber? Yeah, but the good kind of evangelical. <laughs> yeah. There was a big get out the vote. You know, from the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. And that's what we really had to focus on. It's not so much, you know, that it was a win for uh, or, you know, a loss for Republicans. It was because we got out the vote. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we have to focus on. Right. Not take your foot off the gas. Right. Right. Yeah. Actually, tromp it down. Definitely. Put it down below the floor. But I, and, and I do believe that they believe all of it. Wow. Particularly, well, how many times do you hear when, what was, the, what's the biblical figure that Dotard basically is representing? Oh, uh, was it King Solomon? One of those guys. Uh, no. Nebuchadnezzar? King, no, yeah, it can't, can't, be, Nebuchadnezzar. can't be Solomon because he's like super small. It was one of these. Herod's a villain. Herod's a villain. But that's what uh, it was. It was using a villain to, as a means to an end. Now that and that was the uh, it was, but it was something along those lines. Well, King some, David was one that they used. No, at some no, point, it was it then. was using an imperfect vessel to achieve your ultimate goal. Imperfect vessel, you like that? Yeah, and who's got the thesaurus now? No, I've actually heard that term used in making this argument. Yeah, but he is a Trump is an like. Uh, like Trump, God has used imperfect vessels in the past yeah, but, to get his... But not Obama. Not his he message couldn't, across. Couldn't use Obama. To, he couldn't use Clinton. Oh, no. You know, no. his imperfect, imperfect uh, as You're talking were, about so. a Muslim and, you know... And, and, and a woman. Yeah, and, yeah. A, and a womanizer, so no. Oh, well, that doesn't really differentiate him so, from Trump that much. 
We 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 do have to not the candy. We, we do have to to know. It's not some. We've talked about it What's on this freaking pod. Who is the biblical figure? And it's not Solomon, but it's it's a king. It's a it's a Old Testament king. We and we don't king. Uh, this is this a guessing game, Jerry? It's not, no. Jeff. You <laughs> of the you know you know he's spawn. disappointed in you, Jeff. I, I I'm 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 surprised that you don't that you don't know this. When you well, say while, it, while you're googling, I'll, I'll give uh, interesting facts about the number fifty three. Since oh, this is the, the fifty third episode, I will how about be as this? Fast as I can. The fifty, <laughs> Please, the number fifty three <laughs> is the sixteenth prime number. Hey, I knew that. that. I knew that is also an Einstein prime and a Soci Germain prime. And if you know what those are, send us an email because <laughs> we have no clue. The sum of the first fifty three prime numbers. Totals five thousand eight hundred and thirty, which is divisible by fifty three. Oh man, mind blown! Right, blown. There. Poof. Mm-hmm. Poof. I figured it out okay. finally, and I can't believe you guys don't know this. But uh, it was Cyrus. 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 Yeah, King Cyrus. Cyrus. I'd have yeah, never yeah. guessed King Cyrus. We talked about it. I'm sure you did. We have talked, and you you quoted from it. Like Cyrus represents something, something, and they think he I'm, actually is that. And who is and King? They really believe this? Who is King Cyrus? What can you I, tell I, me about? No, he I, was I, a king from the Old Testament. I think from. Babylon, I think. Um, you can Google that me. shit. But I'm not going to. But he was an imperfect vessel that God used to get all reach stuff done. his ultimate plan, just like Trump. So there's a segment that's going to be the, that are going to grift their way to riches from this. Mm-hmm. And then there are the true believers. And if they actually say and believe that he equals Cyrus, you're not saying anything to get them off that nothing, ever. Yep. Well, like I've always said, like Nostradamus, when the message is source is vague enough, you can have it say anything you need it to. You can justify it. So you can got, twist we it. We even got to old Nostradamus in this pod. Well, that's, that's what the Bible is. It's just quatrains of Nostradamus. <laughs> and you've you've spent me. I, I I can't talk about Paul White Cane anymore. We don't want to talk about her anymore. I mean, that's just so bizarre that she's in the White House in some kind of a power that's position. Rallying the base is what that is. Oh, absolutely. You see what, you see what he's doing? He's he's putting God back in, 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 the, White in the White House, House. where he belongs, yeah. you know. Okay, you're doing it already. Yep. Now, now it's your turn yep. to adopt Southern accent when you're no, talking about somebody not, dumb. It's not right? just Southern, it's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, defending the Southerners. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Northern Jerry. On that note. Drop <laughs> <Ruined> journey. <laughs> <laughs> Drop us a line at thegodlessheathens at yahoo.com or look us up on Twitter at Godless Podcast or reach out at Facebook to the Godless Heathen Podcast Discussion Group. It's closed. It's hidden. It's so how are they going to find it then? If they search for it, they'll see it. You have to search for it to find it. Well, then it's you, not hidden. You, you asked, you, this is becoming a stick. Because you have you have said this very that if it's hidden, how can you find it for multiple <laughs> multiple podcasts? If it's if it's an invisible it's uniform, how can it be pink? <laughs> it's just kind of like God, you know. How do you find God if He's hidden? Wow. So you know, you know the way I understand, we it, could be more visible than God. If you search "Godless Heathens," <laughs> the, the the group will come up, and then you can send in and request okay. uh, to join. So it's partially hidden. It's veiled. It's veiled. Mm-hmm. That's a good That's way to put it. Kind of religious. Yeah.
Jerry. By the way, Let's I see don't, if he notices. Go ahead. I, I don't remember. I don't have a script. <laughs> oh, oh, you need a script. I don't need. I don't need one. But but when you search "Godless Heathens" Facebook on Bing, there is the Facebook dot com slash Godless Heathens comes up. Good. Okay. So cool. SEO power. There you go. And listen to us on YouTube, but don't watch anything else on it because of its unholy <laughs> algorithm. And delete your Facebook. And yeah. listen to us on Podbean. Yep. And five stars on the, uh, the iTunes. 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 And one other sure. thing, and mm-hmm. I added this to your script, we are now on Spotify. Oh. So. We're on the most popular streaming service now. See, I had um, no idea that you could listen to podcasts through Spotify. Yep. I thought that was just music only. Yep. We're Gotta maybe, go search it. Yeah. We're music to some people's ears, maybe. And... Since uh, Jeff's mad at Jesus and he's not getting an invite anymore. No, there's no... Yeah, I mean, only so, real people can be... Paul, so who Paul, is Paul. it this time, Jeff? Who's who? Who's getting the invite? Paula White Kane should get an invite. There you go. Yeah. As long as her husband we, doesn't come. Both of them. No. Oh, absolutely. Can I, can I tell him how he ruined that, his music? That, that's exactly why. Because <laughs> I, would, I would just... I would get the popcorn. Him and... I'm trying to think of... That's the problem. You can't even think of name famous keyboardists from the eighties. Go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just prove my point. All right. well, you give me thirty seconds to go back thirty-five years. That's <laughs> a name, lot of pressure name, there. Okay, name famous guitarists from the eighties. Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah, okay. Steve Vai. Yeah. I didn't know this is going to be like a musical quiz yeah. going on right, here. So, prove my point. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, close it out strong. So, who gets the invitation? Who's since you're not going to invite Jesus? Since you, you know you're mad at the you know Son of God and all. Who who's who gets the invite? I think we're going to have to have Ryan Bell on here sometime soon. He's a real person. We can Skype. There we go. And he is a former pastor, so we can kind of talk to him about. Oh God, the social media a- atheist pastor that you guys a- are nothing but atheist pastor. Yeah. It's the atheist pastor podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's my idea. Sounds good to me. Down. All right. We'll see you all in two weeks. Thank you. My gun, he made me mad. The devil's bad. The devil is a pump, but the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend, and Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend, and Shrinko was my friend, and Brishnev was my friend, and Andrew Bob, he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend, and Francis Nutter is my friend. Some of them at the party and the devil is my friend yeah.